Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this first day of December. It's hard to believe that uh, we are here. <laughs> As I was thinking about it yesterday, I just uh, uh, just seemed like literally it was like it was like May or June, and uh, here we are in December. I mean, it just uh, amazed me how fast time goes by. And I, uh, of course, y'all know I hate despise winter. I hate cold with a passion. And it just seems like winter just takes forever. You know, I feel like we get summertime and it goes by just like that. And it's like, you know, majority of our time is spent in cold and misery. So, but nonetheless, uh, it is December. It is uh, the greatest month. And uh, because this today marks the first day of my birthday month. Now, my birthday is not December 15th. But it is, uh, if I understand, it, 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 uh, the government has declared December as the national month of Matthew. So uh, I thought that was really cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, uh, but all the cool, all the cool kids were born in December. Just so you know. So Brandy is born in December too. But she's on the on the downslope of December. So, but she's she's sort of cool. So, but anyway. <laughs> Here we got watching this morning. Let's see, we got Jennifer Honeycutt, Tracy Little, Rusty Hapos, Karen Smith. Appreciate you, all you wonderful people tuning in this morning. All right, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. Good morning, Darlene Barker. Let's see here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I always look forward to seeing that, our wonderful Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, I thought it was pretty neat, the basketball player who became an American citizen and uh, wanted to change his name to Freedom. And he, uh, he was talking about how this is the greatest country uh, in the world. And, uh, uh, and it is uh, um, interesting, I guess, a man like that who understands our... Uh, uh, what this country represents and the opportunities in this country, and yet uh, you may like uh, Crapper Nick, who uh, does not see and appreciate what this country has given him, who was adopted by two white people, uh, who was able to go to the NFL and enjoy things that he would never would otherwise have in any other country, and all he does is take. Um, uh, trying to find a nice way to. to put it he soils uh what uh, all over the flag what it represents and so it's people like it that you just want to pinch their heads off with but uh anyway uh i may do, do need to make a retraction yesterday i was talking about rittenhouse and i accidentally said arkansas state university it's arizona state university that had the socialist a group that doesn't want him on campus and so I wanted to make sure that uh, it dawned on me after I got done I was like oh I messed up so I just wanted to point that out but uh, it is um, I tell you man our world is is, is getting it's just when you don't think it gets in any more insane they find a way in New York uh, believe it or not they're going to have injection sites for drug users yes you heard me correctly they are going to uh, if you're a drug addict they're going to have injection sites so you can get your drugs is that not uh, not sick uh, you know here kids and adults could use uh, uh, you know uh, 
shots and things for their uh, diabetes, uh, but they had to pay through the roof for that, or uh, chemotherapy to stay alive. They had to pay the roof for that. But if you're a drug addict, oh, here, we're going to give you free illegal drugs. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just crazy, guys. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, it makes you just want to put your head through a wall. But I, uh, uh, you know, it just, it's, 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 and then, you know, and then I put a little rant on Facebook yesterday because I get so sick and tired. Here we are at Christmas time. Good morning, Lois and uh, Mike Hensley. You know, I put a little rant on Facebook yesterday where last night before I went to sleep and because uh, I'm so sick and tired of seeing a stupid uh, Etsy commercial where it shows the, uh, uh, the African-American guy, he's an older man. All the kids were excited, no matter what the color is, to see Santa Claus. But apparently he's upset and, and angry because all he sees is are white Santa Clauses. And uh, so at the end, they give him a, a knitted stocking of a black Santa. And I'm just like, you know, of all the times of the year, can we not just put racism aside for just freaking five minutes you know that's what it, it's just infuriating i'm just sick and tired of race having to be pushed in our face on every aspect of, of, of everything in our lives if it's not race it's homosexuality it's just it's constantly pushed in our face commercials same-sex couples I, i'm just up to here we're just done with it man and i think most americans are I mean, I get so sick and tired of here. Homosexuality is is like the the minority uh, of less than 0.3 percent of the nation, but you would think it was the majority the way it's represented in Hollywood. And it's just, guys, it just boils down to we need prayer. It really does. It just this world needs prayer more than ever. And I think it really brings us to what uh, our discussion is this morning in First John two, fifteen and sixteen. It says, "Do not love the world." Or the things of in the world, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now, because in the mornings when I do these devotions, my time is limited. And for two reasons. One, of course, a lot of people are just trying to get, trying to, get to work. And two, um, because of the hectic schedule so many people i try to keep the devotions kind of short and they usually still run around 15 to 20 minutes i try to keep it at 15 at, at best and uh but so as as reason why i'm saying that uh, i may because there's so much information and so much to really divulge in this these verses i may be our focus of study in tonight's uh teaching at seven o'clock so you may hear some of what i'm saying again this evening as of right now, now the Lord may change that, but I may I'm feeling led to to uh, maybe dwell on this these verses in more depth uh, this evening at seven o'clock. So uh, so if you may want to turn in tune in this evening, and uh, we'll kind of get into more details with it. Uh, but nonetheless, you know we look at this these verses here. Do not love the world or the things in the world. Uh, you know there's a real problem among Christians who feel the need that the only way they can be relevant is to be more like the world. And that is a real problem among uh, evangelical Christians and churches alike. And, and the fact of it is, no matter what culture and society may say, it is what God's Word ultimately says and dictates that we have to abide by and that is what we have to go by. You know, and I get so sick of the... Uh, of the I don't, I don't want to sound like a smart aleck you know but i just guess uh, to me it's this high-mindedness 
uh, of individuals who look down their their morally uh, superior noses uh, at others if we do not agree with things like homosexuality as we were just discussing and they want to say you see the little memes on there uh, I don't judge I love everyone equally bull snot all right that's just, just that's just baloney you know that, that, that's you know you don't love everybody equally you keep telling me you ain't people out here you don't like <laughs> right? you, you keep telling me you ain't family members you don't like all right you know it is it's just a bunch of baloney when you see that out there but it's not about liking or disliking somebody. It's going in accordance with God's word. And I don't care if it's homosexuality. I don't care if it's adultery. I don't care if it's pornography. I don't care if it's lying, theft, whatever it is. If it's contrary to the word of God and the world is trying to normalize that, we don't accept that and say, well, we've changed our beliefs to accommodate what these people are wanting to do. The world has always been filled with wicked people. You know, case in point, look at the flood. You know, God had been fed up with the wickedness of the world, and uh, uh, and that's why He spared Noah and his family. And and you know, and we in Sodom and Gomorrah, how it was wiped out because of the perverseness and things that were going on there. And so, you know, God doesn't tolerate it. Now, I'm not saying we are to be rude or, or disingenuous to those who are not Christians, who are not. Uh, uh, doing things in accordance of God's word because they are blind. They don't they don't see it. They don't understand it. They, they it is foreign to them. So that's why we have to to be representatives. We have to be ambassadors uh, as Christians and we still show kindness. Uh, we still show sincerity to these individuals. Uh, we pray for these individuals, but at no time do we condone their actions and what they're and, and what they think is normal when it's abnormal. All right. That's where you know, and I know I say this may sound like a uh, a word that uh, you you know people don't want to hear, but the word queer uh, is something that is out of the norm. All right, that's where that comes from. So I'm not trying to uh, say slanderous words to hurt someone's feelings who may be watching this and may be battling those in those those kinds of uh, things. I'm not trying to be too nasty. I'm just trying to explain here. And these people have been. Uh, I gotta, they've been drawn into a lie to think that this is okay. That's why you have so many confused kids out there uh, who, you know, if you're a straight, white, Christian male, you are demonized. If you come out and say, I'm gay or transgender, you're celebrated. So a lot of these kids are lonely. They're confused. They're, their parents are, are abusive at home, uh, whether it's uh, verbal or physical or sexual abuse, or they just abandon their kids and have nothing to do with them. So they're looking for attention, but they're looking at it in the wrong directions. And it's so sad that so many are confused. And it, it, it bothers me that in Hollywood, not only are they constantly pushing this as a, as, as a normality when it's anything but normal. Uh, I hate that stupid, uh, sorry about that. I, I got, I'm down here in a basement and we have a water pump, and if somebody uses the water in any way, it it comes on, and it's a, a very frustrating. Uh, so hope, hopefully you can hear me here. Uh, just the devil trying to cause distractions. But the thing that I get sick of in Hollywood, you know, I, I don't have anything against women in no shape, form, or fashion. I have a daughter I love dearly. I love my wife. You know, I, I don't have no problem with women whatsoever. But it's very frustrating when you see that males are constantly looked at as stupid, ignorant, and, and, uh, and foolish, and the females are always looked at as super intelligent. Now, women may be watching this morning and say, what's wrong with that? That's true. Well, <laughs> there may be truth in part in that. I'm not, not arguing the fact. 
But it's always, uh, you never see a lot of representation of fathers and sons. Uh, it's always fathers and daughters. And again, there's nothing wrong with that because I love my daughter dearly and I'm glad that they can represent that. But rarely anymore, and we used to in the 80s, 70s, you know, early 90s, you would see that. But now more and more, you rarely see fathers and sons representative. I think that's one reason why you see so such effeminate boys uh, because, uh, you know, just like there's a commercial of these guys that are, and one guy, he's got his hair made like a woman with his little headband on, and you keep telling they're gay straight. And that's the way it is when you go to the mall. You keep telling because a lack of male leadership and role models. Uh, these, you've got so many effeminate acting boys that, you know, they, they're told to act like girls. No wonder. But my friends, we cannot love the things of this world. We cannot love the things that are in the world. There's nothing wrong to say, hey, I like to have a nice car, or I like to have nice clothes, or a nice home. Nothing wrong with saying, you know, uh, to better yourself and to want nice things. But if that is all you're focused on, and if that's all you're looking at, then that's where the problem lies, you know. And that's why we have to focus on the things, because these, these, all this stuff is going to burn up one day. We need to focus on where we're at with Jesus Christ. That's what matters. That's what's important. Not the things of the world, in the world, but the things of Jesus Christ. But we have responsibility as Christians uh, to get out there and witness and minister. Because we see here that uh, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You know, you have to decide, where is my heart at? Is it my heart in the things of the world and looking for affirmation for those in the world, the material things of the world, or is my heart with God? I mean, it's just, it's just your choice. And if your heart is always leaning towards the things of the world, then that's where it's going to be drawn. If your heart is leaning towards the things of God, that's where you're going to be drawn. God's Word says, if you draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. And you have to decide, where where's my heart at? Where are my choices? Where, where am I at, spiritually speaking? And if all you're worried about is your pocketbook, worried about uh, what you what kind of material possessions that you can accumulate before you die and keeping up with the Joneses, then you might need to reevaluate where you're at spiritually. You know, we are sojourners. We are pilgrim. We are pilgrims. We are passing through this this world. You know, just like uh, the Israelites, they were passing through the Red Sea and passing through the wilderness. We are passing through. They were trying their way to the Promised Land, and that's where we are. We are passing through on our way to heaven's glory, and that's where we have to keep our mind and our focus on. That doesn't neglect our responsibility. I got a gnat flying around my head here. That doesn't neglect our responsibility. Uh, as uh, as Christians to go out and minister and witness. We don't need to be so focused on what is to come that we neglect our duties and what we are called to do while we are here. So we have a responsibility and a job to do it. But see, more Christians are going to have to start standing up and pushing back against the liberal ideology of feminist behavior. Uh, again, I'm not, I have great respect for women. God's Word has great respect for women. We are to treat them equally with love and care. I'm not putting women down when I stretch the imagination. I'm talking about the feminist agenda pushed by the liberal media or liberal um, uh, politics or whatever. Uh, and, and not only that, or with homosexuality, uh, whatever, you know, we need to start standing up as Christians and pushing back against those things that are wrong. Too many Christians put their head in the sand and cower back because they don't want to offend. They don't want to be considered as judgmental. And so they, they, put, they, they fall back and, and don't put up a fight. In fact, they go the opposite direction and conform themselves to the world. And that's the furthest thing we need to be. We need to be the light in this world of darkness. We need to stand up against those things and be true men and women of God that we have been called out to be. 
But it says that for the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And these are the very things that we have to fight on a daily bat, on a daily basis uh, in, in regards to uh, the lust of the flesh and eyes and pride of all these very things that we see. You can't turn on a commercial television show, something that is, uh, still got this bug, I need, apparently I need a shower, um, that... Um, it's uh, driving me crazy. Uh, but as that you don't see something provocative being pushed on there. And uh, it, it is, um, in fact, I was trying to, you know, not only do you see that in commercials or television, but, you know, just simple, you know, just like that movie or the miniseries, The Stand, they redone, which I hated. I liked the original when it came out, uh, was it in the 80s or late or early 90s? I liked that version, but this new one, it was just garbage and I, I quit watching it they showed him going into this place and man you wouldn't believe the showing these half-dressed men being provocative with each other in this scene and women i mean look like something out of a sodom and gomorrah i mean i, I turn it it's nauseating me want to puke and uh and every time you turn around they're showing some uh, half-naked woman or something or it's just, it's just you know it, it is uh, if a man has a problem with lust and with pornography the world makes it very easy. And it's not just men, women too. Hey, Fifty Shades of Grey and things like that that they uh, will clamor to and think it's okay or to read a, a, a provocative romance novel that uh, uh, has very uh, disgusting things in it. In fact, even the rise of women watching pornography is almost uh, equal to that of men. So it's not just men who do these things. Women are guilty of this as well. That's why we have to guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The devil makes it easy. He makes it too easy to look and, and ponder on the things that we should not do. And, uh, of course, you know, some people will argue the fact of should you watch TV or should you listen to the radio. You know, that's what you had to pray about. You know, there's some people I've seen out there say, burn your TV and how horrible the TV is. But yet they have no problems going to uh, hard rock concerts that's got lyrics that are just despicable. But that's okay. You know, it's like they pick and choose on which makes them spiritually superior. You have to pray about those things and what you watch and what you don't watch, whatever. That's between you and God. But the fact of the matter is, we have to be very careful not to be conformed to the things of this world and the things that are in this world. And like I said, Lord willing, this evening, uh, we will, uh, uh, so Rusty put on here, you're right, so-called Christians support the things of the world. They are too accepting of the sin pushed on us. Amen to that, sir. But Lord willing, this evening, I'm going to get probably in more depth on this, unless the Lord changes it. Now, the Lord may change that, and I may go with something entirely different. But I'd like to spend a little more time and study on these verses. I think it's relevant. I think it's something that we really need to uh, uh, discuss in more detail. And because particularly with what's going on with current events, I think it's uh, applicable and something that we could really uh, uh, hear about, learn about, I should say, uh, in more depth. So let's go ahead and have prayer. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I uh, just pray that you will help us on our daily basis to not conform to this world and the things in it. Let us always put you first in our lives and our relationships. Let us do what is right, holy, and honorable in your eyes. And Lord, I do pray that everyone um, watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, that they'll pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray that you be with all those watching today, that you, you beat their needs and 
concerns and uh, Lord that your will be done in their lives that you watch over protect them with all of our kids and, and spouses that are going to work and school that you watch over and protect them Lord I pray that you will be with Patsy Milani that you bring healing upon her and Kathleen Helton uh, Lord I pray that um, you'll be with Marlene Kellner bring healing upon her pray that you be with um, uh, Ginger Hood and Troy and Kim Penix and Lord so many others in our church that are needing prayers Lord, I just pray to be with us all this day. Let's be a light in this world of darkness and serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. Don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock as we uh, have our Wednesday evening service here on uh, online. And so hopefully you'll join us and we'll see where the Lord takes us. Hope everybody has a good day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.